Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Okay, how about this? Rush the band or Russian dressing? Isn't Russian dressing just like French dressing? It's pretty close. Uh, and still Rush the band is worse. Uh, it, it wasn't Russian, it was just in a hurry. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I know you're a grandpa, but do you have to even go to their joke book? I do. By the way, I've made, I'm almost done. I'm at like episode 21 of season one of the Goldbergs. Okay. In just a week. Yeah. So. You dig it? Yeah. It's funny, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Jeff Garland's great in there. The, uh... The only thing that I don't like about it is is the kid, like the main focus. Yeah, he's kind but of But everyone rat. around him is awesome. Right, right. So I read up on the show. So it is based on his life. The only difference is he didn't have a sister. He had two brothers. Okay. So some of the sister storylines he kind of stole from, like, cousins and other relatives. Also, Jeff Garland wasn't his real dad. Ah, right. That's hopeless. <laughs> Do you like how uh, they always include a little bit of footage or a picture or something yeah. from... The real life? Yeah, that is yeah. kind of cool. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Ross Family Matters podcast. Um, it's an interesting show today because there's only three of us because our guest is late. We'll get into that in a minute. But Vic the Stick Ross, Jack Spade, Hotshot Scott Williams here. We were supposed to be joined by the one and only Jason Masters. The one and only Jason Masters is already a half hour late, so we had to start without him. Uh, actually, he is an hour and seven minutes late because I lied to him about what time we were starting oh, to okay. try to have him here on time. Well, there you go. So he may or may not join us. If he does, fine. If he doesn't, fine. We still got plenty. Of, we still have a full hat. Let's just be honest. We'll, we'll continue to throw to him as though he's here, though. Sure. Right. Sure. So let's, you know, without, by the way, we're fresh off the Angel Armani show where we got we learned a lot about Angel Armani but really didn't tackle the topics in the hat. And we learned a little bit about the Heaveners, too. And yes, 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 we did. But we still don't know which one. So um, so let's just get into it. Let's pull the topic out and see what we get and, you know, what, what kind of frivolity. By the way, we want to thank uh, Isaac Duncan for listening. <laughs> are we, are we, thinking, we have so few listeners now that we thank them one by one. It's like going to a Brewers game in the eighty in the late eighties, early nineties. Everybody gets a foul ball, man. Yep. See, first thing I pull out is Jeff Briggs. Oh, I'm telling you, Armani doesn't know who that is. That was one, by the way. So last uh, last show, Vic the Stick Ross violated the sanctity of the hat. I had to, man, because we kept getting some real, real interesting things to ask Angel Armani. Jeff Briggs. Wow, um, I met Jeff Briggs back in nineteen. When did when did you start? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay, I was gonna say ninety eight, ninety nine. That's when I met him. He 
talks a good game. Uh, he promoted his own shows, which I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. But even when he came to our first training and he took a few bumps and left because he couldn't handle the bumps. And then we ran into him at a Denny's two weeks later in which he started telling people he just graduated from the power plant, which was WCW's training school. I know they don't have two-week courses, or they didn't, but somehow he managed to, he, he aced it. He, he got straight through graduation in two weeks. He could do a flip bump. He could do a flip bump. A real nice one. Then he started running his own show, and uh, you guys can fill in some of the gaps because you work more of those shows than me, but he started running his own show where they're tra- in their first training, they did chair shot practice. He also tried to talk, Brian and myself, when we were looking to do something different than Rebels of Wrestling, to sign up with him because he had a half a million dollar sponsorship with Red Bull, and they were ready to give him money, sight unseen apparently, to run wrestling shows because he's a big name in wrestling, Jeff Briggs. Now, let's start filling in some of the gaps. I know you guys had some experience with him as well. Well, go ahead. You already told the story, I believe, on the show about the Social Security numbers, right? No. Well, no. All right, that's fine. Go ahead. All right, so Jeff Briggs called a meeting. First of all, I want to put over the fact that Jeff Briggs, his wrestling company was shit. Yes, it was. His wrestlers were shit. Yeah. His booking was shit. Yeah. But his setup was solid. I don't know who he blew to get this building. The bucket works. But this building was amazing. Ah. Big high ceilings. That's the fact that sometimes it didn't turn the heat on. Well... The bucket, the bucket works looked like what you would picture an old time wrestling show, like those old WCW shows like with center stage, like a yeah. studio show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. big high ceiling, plenty of room. They had bleachers for crying out loud. Yeah, it was a great setup. That was all for maybe the he convinced them that Red Bull was going to pay for maybe. Them so he calls this meeting, and he says, "Hey, you guys are employees now. I'm gonna be cutting checks." I'm going to need your personal information in order to get you those checks for tax purposes. He brought his business certificate. With uh, white out on the date because it expired. Christ, so, what a charlatan. So he, he passes out these contracts. Job applications. Job applications, whatever. I put my name and my phone number down because I'm willing to part with that. But when it came to the Social Security number, I drew the line and I made one up. Which was what number, by the way? I don't know, 2979709? So I make it up. I go over to Jim, the prodigy, and I go, hey, man, you you didn't put your Social Security number down, right? And he goes, no, of course not. And I said, okay, good. And then we go over to Lane, and we ask him the same question. He's like, oh, yeah, why? (laughs) Yeah, of course I did. Well, in fairness, Lane was a younger gentleman at the time, probably... The only thing anybody gets from my social security number is debt and children. Well, you know, that's a good point, because I've said this for the last few years now. I dare someone to steal my identity because they can't do any worse with the information, but I digress at that point. Yeah, maybe they'll pick you up a little. Right, maybe, <laughs> hey, my credit score went up? What? So, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was a Jeff Briggs thing, and uh, we started working for Briggs because we didn't really have anywhere else to work at that time, yeah. which we... In all honesty, we probably could have tried harder and found a place to work, but we didn't really care. I wasn't Uh, actively looking for work at that point. You guys kind of dragged me along. Okay. We will do that. Uh, Some of my favorite moments with Jeff Briggs was uh, 
you telling him that his hair was piecier than some chicken. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. And he got legitimately heated about that. Of course that. he did. He yeah. did. Uh, the microphone hand, the, yep. t- the handing of the microphone. I think we've we definitely have told that story before. Yep. Um, you know, let's let's talk about another thing. Other than being a liar, and actually even like lying and, and ripping off Frankie DeFalco and other people who he had promised things to, he was unsafe in a ring. Oh yeah, he was terrible. I mean, unsafe, terrible. He was terrible. Yeah. Uh, the aforementioned battle royal with uh, Lorenzo, who thought it was a shoot. Uh, that the winner ended up being Lane. And Lane, by proxy, won their heavyweight title. Okay. And I see Briggs getting in the ring behind Lane with a chair. Oh, jeez. And I look at Lane and I said, it is time to go. And I got out of the ring. And let me guess, the chair shot wasn't called or even talked about before the match, right? Correct. Of course. Well, you know, I didn't know what he meant. I thought... It's time to go and give him your social security number. So I was <laughs> gonna turn around and like write it out for him. Yeah. Well, how, I mean, it, let's, but let's. It, it kind of creates the bigger picture as to some of the things that people thought was was wrong and why credible indie leagues suffered because of of, of feds like 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 the one that ripped everybody off a couple about a month ago and what Jeff Briggs was doing. But but in what goddamn universe do you have a training session that starts with chair shot practice in what goddamn universe do you think that that's how wrestling shows are supposed to be put on i'll tell you what i have nothing nice to say about you well not even his hair and about his dress about his fake certificates about his red bull sponsorship i got nothing for the guy with uh with jeff briggs I mean, we talk about all these other promoters, and we go, oh, this place was great. Here are some of the names that came through this place. So how about we go with REWF and talk about some of the names that came through there? Ooh. Uh, I saw T.C. Washington in the crowd a couple times. <laughs> uh, violence? Oh. Uh, um, Mike Masters? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Beamer. Beamer? Yep, and Tank. Tank, Tank Wolf and Lichtensteiner? Oh, God. Nine. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, God. What were some of the other people that we were... Casey Starr? Casey Starr, yeah. No relation to Dave, right? Maybe. No, nope, Dave Starr wasn't there. Well, you remember Dave Starr had Dave a Starr was there. Uh, was that a Dave legacy Star- or a nice show? No, that that was neither. That was a R.E.W.F. show. He was doing commentary at ringside. Okay. Do you remember Dave Starr's kid? Yes, Steven. <laughs> he was also there. Also there. Steven Starr. I love it. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and uh, There's nothing good about any of that. No. So REWF basically had myself, uh, Prodigy, and Masters, who came through for cups of oh, coffee. David Triggs. Triggs and Triggs' brother. Yeah, but I bring up David Triggs because he's still working. Oh, yeah, right. He went and got legitimate training. If you want to call it that. Well, <laughs> the training was legitimate. Yeah. The working, I don't know. I'm kidding. He's a listener. Hello, uh, David. He was a listener. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm just busting his chops. Just so, don't cut promos. Anyway, go ahead. And, and Jeffries has disappeared, luckily. Yes. I think. So. I want to tell the story of the last time I ran into Jeff Briggs. Okay. So I was working security at the 
I don't even know what it's called now. Uh, at the time, it was the Frontier Airline Center. Is it still that? Yeah. Okay. By the way, was he running under the gift? Do you, did, help me remember this. He called himself Dr. Death. Dr. Death, you bet. Because that's never been used before. Not Dr. Death, Jeff Briggs, either. Just Dr. Death. Yeah. In fact, I believe his surname was Steve Williams. It, it weren't. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's like Christmas Day. And I just worked third shift for a winter fest they had upstairs because it was good money. Yeah. So I come downstairs and I'm walking to my car. And he comes walking up to me. He was working for the Wisconsin Center District. And he was working security, probably checking parking lots or whatever. And he's like, yeah, man, I just ran into that white dude that owns Ring of Honor. And we're going to pair up and we're going to go down to Puerto Rico. Yeah, see, it's all shit like that. Always shit like that. He didn't even know the guy's name to lie about it. The white dude. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, when you were having your coffee meeting at George Webb's, did you say, hey, white dude? Yes. You know, again, the only person who had more tall tales than him was American Blazer, but at least Blazer wasn't a complete piece of shit. We saw him there, too. There you go. So, uh... Hello. Hey, man, how's it going? It's Faith. Oh, man, we chillin', we chillin'. You know, I just got off the phone with that white motherfucker that works with that Japanese motherfucker about these wrestling shows. Yeah, I don't know anything of what you're saying, right? Yeah, man, for real. The white dude that run Ring of Honor and that Japanese dude that do that Japanese shit over in Japan. Uh, Kobashi? All right, man, we ain't on the same way anyway. Peace. Oh, oh, come on. Every phone call with Jeff Briggs ends with him saying, Peace! And then hanging up the phone. Yep. If you can find Jeff Briggs' phone number, and you can call him, he'll be like, Man, stop calling me here! You don't know me! Peace! Listen, I'll tell you what. If there's a, a hall of shame for independent wrestling, and this is nationwide, Jeff Briggs is a, a first ballot inductee. And so is that joint in Tennessee that I really want to go work for. Yeah, shut up. If you talk about it, they won't let us go work for them. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we've exhausted the Jeff Briggs. Okay. But I just want to get to one thing you okay. brought up a second ago. Sure. Because it's not in the hat. And it's the shows that got ran right after Christmas that nobody got paid on the Powerhouse show. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's riff about it. There's an old saying. If you're going to be a pimp, you got to pay the hoes. And these boys did not handle their business. You know, not only did they not handle their business... Okay, I'm disappointed and angry that they didn't pay the people that they're supposed to pay. That's bad enough. But now they've run and hid from most of the people they owe money to. And and I I think it's a joke. First of all, there's three levels of anger. I'm angry that they didn't pay the stars... But those guys have a little bit more money. But I'm still angry. I'm super angry that they didn't pay the indie guys. And I'm extremely pissed that they didn't pay the people who who were counting on that money to pay bills that were in a support role or an enhancement role or help with, with technology and video and all that. So there's three levels of anger and none of them are good as right. far as the way I look at it. You know who I, I think is in the hat but should, you know... This should be brought up a little bit. Is Mike Thompson, who gave his name of his company, which, by the way, say what you will about Mike Thompson and Powerhouse Pro Wrestling, but 
You know, that was the first indie show I ever went to. Yeah, look, and, I mean, we could joke about Mike Thompson, and I, hope he, and I hope he's in a hat, and we'll have some fun with him, and he'll take it all too personally, and he shouldn't. <laughs> but I don't, but there's, I don't have anything, there, there's no heat, there's no, there's, it's, I don't dislike Mike Thompson, Mike Thompson never promised anybody money, and, and then and well stuck it up their ass. Absolutely. But, the sad part, to Lane's point, to Jack Spade's point, is that he gave up his name to a friend of his who he trusted, and now people hear powerhouse, 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 and they go, oh, is Mike Thompson still running that? Is he the one who's not paying Road Warrior right. Animal? Is he the one who's running all over the place and, you know, running to Denver and running all across the world with this money that they have that they didn't have to pay wrestlers for? Right. You couldn't pay your wrestlers, but you can buy that fucking weed out in Las Vegas, right? Use a piece of shit, Steve Van Beckham! You couldn't... Use a piece of shit! You couldn't pay your fucking wrestlers, but you can go to see the fucking band at the rave, right, Pete? Pete, you're also a piece of shit, Pete! Yeah. I just, I, I'm, you know, I, I, it, I'd love to hear their side of the story again. It's not going to sway a whole lot of opinion, but they won't, they, they, they're just hiding. They're blocking people who are asking them for, hey, you going to pay me what I owe? They're blocking people who are being critical of them. Come up, state your case. You know, if, if you've got something that you want to get off your chest, if there's something we're missing, if there's something that, that you're being slandered about, if people are quote-unquote lying, well, come out and say something. Because I've heard nary a word from these two. I don't know what I might be missing in the story, but I know what some folks are missing in their story. Their fucking money! Pay your fucking workers! I'll tell you what, I went to a 45-minute Krav Maga for beginners class. I have a ballpoint pen. You'll be dead! Dead. I want to. I want to do crap in the Let's get in the hat. <laughs> All right. Fuck y'all. Oh yeah, go deep. Hey, Jason Masters, how you doing over there? Uh, yeah, we're still waiting on Jason Masters. Ahem. Best and worst gimmick in wrestling. Now or ever. It does not say, so let's break it into a couple categories. Let's do uh, best and worst now. Let's do best and worst of all time. Uh -huh. And then let's subcategorize that. Best and worst now, WWE Indies. Okay. And best and worst of all time, WWE and Indies. Okay. Well, so how, where do we want to start? Well, let's start with the, the best, because we'll be complimentary. <laughs> And then we can uh, we can really shit on these other gimmicks towards the end. So let's say uh, best in the WWE now. That's okay. Now they don't do gimmicks like they used to do. Okay, so nowadays I guess we'd call them characters, right? Okay. I mean, sure. I, I, no, because <laughs> you know I understand what I'm saying. Back in the '90s, you had a guy pretending to be yeah. a hockey player. No, I know exactly. You had a guy, the repo man, right? So now it's a little less obvious. Hokey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Wrestlers don't have a second job these days. Is that what? <laughs> right. Like the garbage man or the right. tax man? Right. And and you Aren't know, those and a sixty-year-old Harley Race isn't their rookie when he gets in WWE. But anyway, I'm not right. going to go there. Um, boy, Beth, you know, I'll tell you who I enjoy, and I like the way he pulls it off. And I know you'll you'll probably disagree with me, and I know Jason Masters over here will disagree with me. I just absolutely love the Miz. He does a very good job. He, he does a very good job. He plays the hateable, I'm better than you, 
heal, and he elevates everybody he works with. And I, I mean, I'm sorry, he's, he, you know, I don't know if you want to call it the, his gimmick or his character or what he does, but what he does, I enjoy. And he and, can work with anybody. And, and he's proven that. And you know, I've been, I've been a fan of his for quite some time since his first, right before he got the title, the WWE Heavyweight Championship, the first time, because they wanted him out. And he did everything that it humanly possible to make this dude quit. He didn't quit. And now he's, you know, wrestler of the year from Rolling Stone, which means like it's like winning the nicest guy in prison award, but it's something. Right. right. Um but but he's got notoriety and he's made something out of himself because he wanted something so bad since he was a kid. Good for him, man. And I enjoy watching him work and I enjoy that he gets the heat he gets and it's real heat, not X Pac heat. Uh, and, and I like it. Yeah. What do you got? For right now, the guy that comes to my mind is uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, solid promos all around. Good care. I preferred him kind of earlier on when he had the, the cult leader thing kind of going on. Yeah. Uh, and it was more natural feeling than it might feel now. Um, but I think that dude can work, and I think he plays his gimmick to the, to the hilt and really gets it open. Because you took Bray Wyatt from me, okay, I'm gonna have to go and backpedal, and I'm gonna pick Woken Matt Hardy. Ooh, it makes me laugh, man. It makes me laugh too. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it makes me laugh. And it's really about the only thing right now that's on the main roster that entertains me. That and the Fashion Police, and they're both hokey fucking haha gimmicks. It's true. So. The difference is, is that the fashion police know that they're hokey, haha gimmicks, and you could say that Matt Hardy knows it, but he doesn't play it. He plays it about as straight as he can. That's where the humor comes from. Yes. Worst right now. Well, I would have said Matt Hardy because I just you can? I've I've never gotten even going back to the t- I just haven't been able to wrap my head around it. it okay. But that's fair. I'm not mad. Yeah. It's cool, baby. I mean, it, it's one of the things, like, and it's not the only thing. Please, don't misunderstand me, fans. It's one of the things that I fast-forward through when I watch Raw on replay. Because okay. that's when I don't usually get catch it live, because I don't have three hours and 15 minutes to put through about 40 minutes that I actually want to watch. So, um, But he definitely, I just passed through it. Worst? I got a couple, I guess. Because, you know, I'm a complainer. Okay. So, right off the bat, because you talked about the Fashion Police, I wasn't a big fan of the Ascension when they were in NXT. Okay. But when they were in NXT, they were monsters. Yeah. And they were portrayed as this monster tag team. Right. That beat everybody, and they just buried them. They buried them real hard when they got up to the main roster. They bailied them. That, that, and that's a good gimmick. She has a good it gimmick. It is a good gimmick, but they... Because it's different. Buried her. Uh, and then, I'm not a big fan of the Dolph Ziggler thing that they're doing right now. I don't think that's a good gimmick. He's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I don't like it. That's the gimmick, he's Shawn Michaels. I don't like it. Did you like it the first time when it was Shawn Michaels? I don't know. Okay. Alright, what about you? Oh, man. I'm always so positive about things. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm gonna go, I hope this, can I pick Ring of Honor? Because I got a guy, like, right there, or do I have to hold that to the end? No, you can. I guess we're, I guess I have to pick WWE, right? Cause yeah, you kind start, of yeah, yeah, I put on. yeah. Um. Ah, jeez. Uh, you know Charlotte Flair. I just don't get that guy's gimmick. 
Come on now. I don't like NXT's fair game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not even so much a gimmick, but I hate the name Orny Larkin. Yeah, that's fair. That's I, I didn't like him when he was vexing Captain Kirk either. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It's a terrible name. Orny Larkin. I, I like his matches. Right. Like, he's, he's a striker. He, he does good shit. But he should have changed it. But that name is awful. Yeah. I don't know who came up with it. Well, his gimmick on the Indies was Biff Busick. Did you like that name better? I like it better than Orny Loken. You know, we almost had a gimmick in Rebels, Biff Champion, Defender of the Future. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's true. And he would have, like, wore the like the lifeguard shirt, and he would have flexed the beaches that right. way. Best of all time, WWE? Uh, best of all time, I'm going to pick a gimmick this time and not just a wrestler, I'm, and I'm going to say Mr. Perfect. That's, good That's a great gimmick. That's a good gimmick. Because they... He, whether or not Vince wanted it to look hokey and cheesy and diminish the f- uh, former AWA champion, he made that work, and he ran with it, and he was great at it. He was the perfect, because the gimmick was a lot like the real Kurt Henning. It you, was. So he was able to make that work, and uh, and the fact that he's on my, he's on my Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, okay? And if I can, just share with you who my Mount Rushmore wrestlers is. Go ahead. And you can tell me I'm crazy and tell me I'm, I'm insane for it. But Ric Flair's there. Okay. okay. He's George Washington. Not on mine. Alright. Figure. Um, Ted DiBiase. Yeah, don't have That's a good either. one too. Because Ted DiBiase, much like The Miz, could make anybody look good. You know what the problem with putting Ted DiBiase on a Mount Rushmore is? All the work you have to put in on that feathered hair. No, uh, it's true. <laughs> Kurt Hennig. Okay. Or Mr. Yeah. Perfect. That's a good group so Didn't far. Have him up there. Is right there. And then um, my fourth one, just because I, and I know that he's a, a guy who played a lot of politics, but Shawn Michaels is the fourth. So okay. That's my, and again, there's a lot about Shawn Michaels I didn't like. Yeah. But I like, but his matches, I, I can't remember many bad matches. Your mountain can fucking work, brother. Yeah, see, mine is. Uh... It's not the topic. All right, but fine. you can, but you can take on. To okay, it. go ahead. You got. Right. It's probably like the four doinks when it was <laughs> Bushwhackers have been on a mission. But go ahead. <laughs> Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat. Okay, yeah. now I really like the flapjack. <laughs> yeah, and he was great. He was money on the mic. Suck his guts to All know. Right. Uh, Sparky Thurman Plug. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Not Bob Holly. Right. Right. Sparky Thurman Plug. Yep. And then the Hernandez brothers. The Hernandez brothers. Hercules and Gino. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, Gino could work, so you got one of those. Guys. Yeah, at least one guy can work in that group. Yeah. All right. That, is there, Best know. of all time. Back to top. Oh, <laughs> in WWE? Yes. Uh, it's kind of a guy. It's kind of the character of the guy, but you got to say the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. First With the yeah, Macho Lesney Man. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's more than fair. Okay. With Elizabeth, because... Everybody remembers the Macho Man. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. He was the Macho Man. I think, uh, for me, best of all time is probably, and you guys are going to fucking laugh, but think about how good he did with this stupid fucking bit, was Hillbilly Jim. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. Ooh. Hillbilly. Right. Terrible right. worker, right? Yeah. Right. Had a job forever. I have to take Gino Hernandez off my Mount Rushmore. And put Uncle Elmer. Okay. Go back to the <laughs> go back to the gimmick where they were having him sit in the audience and watch. 
Yeah. And when Hogan says he's going to train him, the fucking place explodes. That's true. You know? And then he ended up working forever. Maybe not in front of you in the ring, but he's got all the Coliseum videos in his garage right now, because that was his (laughs) bit. Okay? Worst of all time. Worst gimmick of all time. There's so freaking many in the WWF, really. I mean, the goon was terrible. Uh, Max Moon was terrible. Uh, the Tony Anthony when he played the plumber. Teal Hopper. Yeah, was just goddamn awful. Boy, how do I pick one? Oh my god. Um. See this one, I think I got a lock. Jesus, you might. Uh, I got uh, a lock. I mean, a lot of people would say, like for example, like they'd say Gobbly Gooker, but he wasn't a rev. I mean, he was. That's that was not a well. It was a wrestler right, in the costume, but he, but he was not a wrestler. Yeah. Um. You know, the worst of all time, um, boy, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll go with the goon, because it was silly. And, okay. And the boots were just goddamn ridiculous. They were stupid They look like ice skates. Yeah. I'm surprised Bill Irwin didn't roll his ankle. Every know? night. Yeah. It was just dumb. Strong ankles. Right, who's, he must have. Who, who's the worst? Bastion Booker. Pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. It, it, it's not it, though. Chest thong. That's not it, though. Titty thong. The worst gimmick of all time is who? Who? Oh, who? Oh, yeah. Right. Who? Who? Yeah. Exactly. Who? <laughs> Jim Neidhart in a mask. Yeah. Clearly Jim Neidhart named who? Was who worse than when he teamed up with uh, Coco Beware? No, I love those pants. I use and, some of those pants now. No, see, you're messing that up. Jim Neidhart never teamed with Coco Beware. He teamed with Owen Hart, and they were the new foundation. Right. And then Jim Neidhart got fired, and they put Owen with Coco, and he be- they became high energy. Huh. Same pants. Okay. But Neidhart was fired. And doing a lot of blow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Best indie gimmick today? Well, I, I, I'd seem biased if I tell you that I like Silas Young's gimmick, because I do. But I think Jay Lethal's money as well. Okay. I mean, I think I'd say it's a tie. Because I think, I mean, Ring of Honor is more than just an indie, but let's fit them in somewhere, right? I sure. Mean, um, but those, those guys start, especially Silas Young, you know, blazed the trail on the indie circuit. But I like the last real man gimmick. I think he pulls it off. Again, he, the, gimmick, the gimmick isn't just the gimmick. Like, you could give someone else that gimmick and it could fall on its face. Right. Just like you could have given somebody else the perfect gimmick and it could have sucked. Right. Terry Taylor. Exactly. Which, by the way, if t- f- the rumor is if Terry Taylor would have showed up to the meeting before it's not true. Hennig, he would have gotten a perfect. Bruce Pritchard says it's not true. Yeah, but I don't believe Pritchard. Okay, that's that. fair. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'm a Marty Skrull, Mark. Yeah. I, wa- I was a Marty Skrull. I haven't seen a lot of the Bullet Club Marty Skrull, but I watched a lot of the progress wrestling before he was in the Bullet Club, and that was some really quality stuff. Really, you know, playing the villain thing to the hilt. Okay. It's a good gimmick because you go to these indie shows and a lot of people don't know what you are, and he calls himself the villain. I, I he does indeed. Right. He does indeed. Okay. Oh, I uh, I don't watch the indies. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You're gonna say Maru, aren't you? I was. I would never say Maru. Uh, honestly, uh, I like Nikki Duche. Wow, I, I like local. that. I like that bit. 
the he's just a pompous ass who thinks his guys are the best. Did you need to like inflate that dude's ego anymore? Come on, he's getting married. That's his gift. Uh, I put him over. <laughs> you gave him the hand. Yeah. You gave I, him. The, I did. I did take it back. You gave him the intro. Yeah. You're gonna put him over on the broadcast. Yep. Yeah. Why don't you get up off your knees for a minute? Nick? I don't want fish at the wedding, Nick. I want chicken. Uh, I heard he's selling a filter fish. It, oh, definitely the chicken. Best of all time, Indies. Uh, best of all time on the Indies. Um, Jesus, you put a lot of parameters on this. Yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, oh, um, I thought we were going to go worst. Uh, I was ready That's for the, Okay, fine, skip it. Worst right now yeah, on the Indies. Worst right now, yeah. And I might catch heat for this in April, but Joey Ryan... Okay. I don't like it. You don't like the cock game? I don't like I, it. I don't like it either, but I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever seen. We're talking about worst right now, though, right? Right. Okay. I don't think it's the worst right now either. Okay. Fair enough. I don't watch a lot. But okay. It, it's tough. It, Is there somebody in Ring of Honor you don't like? Then? I don't watch Ring of Honor. That's where honest. my guy's coming from. Be honest. So, um, like, the last one I remember seeing and not really getting the appeal at all from Ring of Honor wasn't even a, uh, like a wrestler. It was, I just didn't get the Truth Martini thing okay. when he was there. I didn't like him. Uh, I think the biggest issue with indie wrestlers and the worst gimmick for an indie wrestler to have, though, is to have purely no gimmick. Yeah. You've got to give people a reason to give a shit. Right. Worst of all, uh, right now... Punishment Martinez. He's just a big dude who kind of, he's kind of like a cross between The Undertaker and Judas Macias. You guys remember that gimmick from TNA? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and then the part that really aggravates me, and this isn't his gimmick, but the guy's like 6'8", right? Mm -hmm. And he's doing fucking springboards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Work like a big man. Okay, so we're not... When we talk about indies and worst of all time, like, we're not counting... Are we counting old ECW as an indie? That's tough. I don't think we can because they achieved a world title status back in the day from PWI. Well, so did Ring of Honor, though. That didn't count. <laughs> no, they were desperate at that point because the other two had sure. crumbled. Because honestly, like, if we were talking worst gimmicks of all time, not on the indies... You know, if we talk about WCW, we could go on for days. Right. right? I mean, because some of their gimmicks were... The Yate. The, the Ding Dongs. Yes. The, I mean, the, the New Breed, who came back from... Uh, was, or am I thinking the right team? Uh, they came back from the future. Yes, yes. They were from 2017. That was the New Breed? I thought that was Techno Team. No, that, no, was, no, that, was, that was different. They, that WWF was, thought they'd give it a shot, too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that was that was awful. The best... So we're to best indie of all time, right? Best. Oh, you gave yours. Oh no. No. Yeah, best indie of all time. Um. I I think people will um. Will, will not know who this is unless you were local, and maybe it was just because I was just learning to love and and be a fan of indie wrestling, right? Okay. I I'm sorry, man. I was a huge fan of of, of Billy Joe Eaton. He was good. 
I thought he had, like, we talk about guys nowadays who have, Joey Avalon has that right look. He could get go somewhere, right? Yeah. I thought that guy was going to go somewhere. And he did. He disappeared. Like, he went somewhere. <laughs> and we don't, he really came where, back. We don't know where he went. I liked him. Like, I, I don't know. I thought he was really, really good. Um, I, I, I said it to him at the lacrosse show, the... The guy that I modeled a lot of what I did with a lot less talent and fatter. That's not me calling you fat, by the way. Uh, He's is, not listening. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Is, uh, is Colt Cabana. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. sure. So. Sure. Very good. And he's he's still doing that game. Like, it's... There's not much change between Colt Cabana now and Colt Cabana from well, 2002. Well, if we're going to go there, and again, I, I didn't put him in a category because he achieved some higher... But, I, I loved, from the beginning, when he was scrapped by Adam Pierce. I was a fan of his. I was a fan of his all the way up until he stopped wrestling. But Were you a fan of his promos? Depends. What was your favorite promo? Uh, <laughs> um, when somebody in this room asked him if he was going to continue to drop the F-bomb, and <laughs> he dropped like four or five more. So, um, a, can, can we tell that full story a little bit? Yeah, sure, what the hell. Because, I mean, what, you know, there's a lot of parameters here we got to fill. Yeah, yeah. we got to check box them. Well, but you're the star of this promo. <laughs> I am, but that's why you should tell it. Because I don't want to sound like I'm putting myself over. Okay, so. We'll wait for Buck to get here to do that. So, am I, uh, been American Wrestling, MAW, Carmine, Despirito's awesome promotion, was starting to become a little edgy, right? So, people were. Uh, become again following the ECW model and and it was a, understood the business move at the time because that's where things went for a few years but before it went ultra crazy violent with the light tubes and the barbed wire he was allowing people to be looser on the microphone so scrap iron Adam Pierce was cutting a promo and I I'm, I don't remember it verbatim but I remember there were an awful lot of fucks in it he said fuck in, like, four or five straight sentences. Yeah. And then he paused. Like, I don't give a fuck. He paused fuck after... Fuck this guy. Right. Right. And he paused after a sentence where he didn't say fuck. And I yelled out, hey, you forgot to say fuck. <laughs> and he said, then he <laughs> and said then it. And then he came over and pointed at me. He was like, I'll say fuck whenever I want to say fuck. So shut the fuck up. And fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I don't... He probably didn't punctuate it with that, <laughs> but that's the part I, re- I remember. Yeah, yeah. But he was very good. He was. Yeah. He yeah. was. And, you know, it shows because he, he got there eventually. Yeah. Maybe not in the way he wanted to get there, but he got there. I hope he's, I honestly, and this is no bullshit, I hope, he's, I hope he enjoys what he's doing because he certainly earned that. I think uh, best of all time on the Indies would be the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Oh yeah, the guy who's still doing that. He did that forever in a day. Yep, Uh, still doing a small derivative of it up until like a year ago. Yeah, so now it's kind of changed a little bit. But uh, so we're gonna say worst ever on the Indies again. Are we? I'm trying to make sure I qualify this right, because if it's worst we ever saw, we could pick shows we've been on. Oh, I was going to say, let's make some friends with this one. Let's pick worst of all time local. Because uh, otherwise I was going to say, or do we say who made it the furthest with things that we just didn't understand, right? Because there's a lot of that. Um, but let's say, okay, let's keep it local. <laughs> Doug Dillon. 
<laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you have so Doug Dylan is not in the hat. You have so many Doug Dylan stories. Okay. Uh, it's the same story. He just keeps retelling it. He's a piece well, of shit. It's not on the. It's not on the internet for twelve people to hear. Well, the thing is, in addition to the legal troubles and sexual assault charges that were behest upon him, Doug Dylan touched kids when he went to Florida, and the fact that he ran out on our friend Jimmy Goomba and owed him money. Um, you know, because they were roommates for a while. Um, and the fact that I love the bit of Doug Dylan making a sandwich, which <laughs> is one of my favorite bits that I do. Yeah, do, the, do, the, do the bit. Do the bit. Okay, now, it's not going to translate. It's not going to translate, though, because you got to see me take the ingredients yes. out of the fridge and then get short of breath. Can you, can, can, if he does it, can you play-by-play play it? Okay. All right, we'll, we'll give this a shot. Doug Dylan... Making a sandwich. Making a sandwich. Now, just in case you're wondering, Doug Dillon probably went about 450. Right? <laughs> he was a big fella, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. All right. So here goes Doug. Doug grabs the fridge door and opens it up. He rummages around. Oh, he found himself some mayonnaise. Now he wipes his sweaty brow. He is exhausted. Oh, oh, shakes it out. Oh, oh, that lid's on. Oh, he got it off. And the mayonnaise is good to go. Oh, taking the twist tie off the bread. Bread's open. Oh, but that took a lot out of him. He's gripping his heart. Is this the big one? Is this the one that takes Doug Dillon down? Nope, he's composed himself. He fights through. Oh, into the drawer. He's got a knife. And there goes the mayo. Healthily and heavily onto the bread. Spreading it about to and fro. Puts it down. Oh, oh, we got arm pains. You know what arm pain leads to? That's right, it leads to heart attacks, but oh, he's okay, folks. He's in the fridge. Oh, what do we got here? Oh, a little little lunch meat? Little lunch meat. Oh, a lot of lunch meat. Oh, Nelly, that's a lot of lunch meat. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. He's still with us, folks. Doug Dillon is still with us. All he's got to do is put a slice of cheese. Oh. He is un. Oh, the lettuce went the trash. The lettuce went the trash. <laughs> Nothing healthy on the same. More lunch meat. <laughs> oh, double mayo. Will he have the strength to cut it? Oh, poor Doug. Woo, Doug is fighting through. Wiping his brow. Really put. Oh, here he goes. He's cutting the sandwich. Halfway through, he catches a crap, but he's fighting through it. Oh, he's really fight! Oh, he finally made it. The sandwich is ready to eat, but he's just exhausted. Oh, if there was a ref, he'd check his arm, because it appears he's fading fast. What's this? What? The smell of the sandwich. It snapped him, too. He bit... Oh, big bite. Oh, two big bites. Wipes his mouth with his shirt. Three big bites. Four big bites, five, six, the entire sandwich, an entire one pound meat sandwich is gone, and he has shat himself. He has <laughs> shat himself. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Scott Wisniewski as Doug Dillon making a sandwich. Thank you. That was worth it for me. Thank you very much. And it reminded me of the old 1930s radio days where you had a tell. The only thing we didn't have was the sound effect. Like steel and 
Belvin. Ah, yeah. yes, what a nice sandwich he's made with Hellman's. Always use Hellman's mayonnaise for your sandwiches. It's extra eggy. Eat it with your lucky strikes. So, I'll tell you the, the heat story that I had with, with how it all started, real quick, and then we'll finish this this topic, which will probably take right up to the end at this point. It's but, pretty close. Um, so, I'm working a match for Powerhouse Pro Wrestling, and the it was me versus Doug Dillon, and the finish was, and by the way, that's a fucking treat for all 13 people that paid. Holy shit. Anyway, so I'm working Doug Dillon, and Doug Dillon was supposed to go over with a splash. Okay. Now, I've seen him deliver the splash on smaller people with his big girth, and he's bruised and cracked and hurt some ribs because he doesn't know how to land it, and he had an ample belly. I was not svelte. I was not 180 pounds. I had a belly of my own. So I knew that this was a recipe for disaster because I've seen him land this thing the wrong way. So I'm ready for the finish. I'm down. He goes, takes two, two stumbling, shit-ass steps back <laughs> to the rope, comes off, and he's ready to hit the splash. Right before he hit the splash, I cup it, and he lands, and, I say, and if I didn't cup it, he would have smashed my ribs. I, so he pins me, one, two, three, I sell it. He goes to the back, I get help to the back because I just got the big splash. And he's waiting by the curtain to tell me how unprofessional it was that I cupped his splash. Now I'm trying to be polite, I'm pretty mild-mannered. It's not my home promotion. I'm trying to be respectful. So I let him vent and I put him up like, look man, I just was trying to protect my ribs. It's cool, it looked good, no, no hard feelings. He didn't want to stop and it's one of the few times in my life, Vic, that I was ready to throw down in somebody's locker room. I had about had enough of this unprofessional piece of shit. So I'm like, you know what? Table can't take a, a big face fire. We can go right outside, because Mike Thompson was trying to play Peacemaker to his crime. Like, we can go right outside. It was at Cecil's, right out there in that fucking parking lot, and one of us will come back, and it won't be your fat piece of shit ass. And I was ready. And then Mike's trying to calm us down, and I'm not. Now you can't calm me down, because no offense to Livewire, but when you flip that switch. No! You know, it's a long fuse. I have a long fuse. Bring that up once we're done. But <laughs> I got a live wire story from this weekend. But once the, the what once you burn that wick, eh, I get heated. You know, it, again, it takes a lot. It took Doug Dillon to get me heated. So anyway, back to the worst indie gimmick now, because Doug Dillon was the worst one I've ever seen. Well, since I'm so averse to. Uh Upsetting anybody currently in the business that could have anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go back to the uh, the original SSW days and bring up Psycho. Oh, yeah, that's bad. You guys remember Psycho? I don't know that I do. Tag team partner of the Dark Angel. I remember him. Well, Psycho was his partner. Did also a version of the gothic kind of gimmick of thing. Of course, of course. But his gimmick was that he didn't feel paid. Okay. So, so no. he dirty Ernie most of the time. Yeah. Well, that's a okay. I can't. Can I change my answer? Yeah, go ahead. Because I won't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so you would put Psycho in like a, and he was super flexible. He actually was flexible. You'd put him in like a half Boston crab, and he wouldn't react to it because it didn't matter. He wouldn't react, or he would laugh, or eh. he'd just sit there and like chew on his nails, or what? Just. Just be there. But 
the reason was is because he didn't feel pain, and if you punch him in the head, he dirty Ernie. Dude. Now, what would have been funny is if his tag team partner was a Corsican twin. Right. And then every time you punch Psycho... The guy in the corner hurts, yeah. too. But, uh, yeah, so that was fun. That was a good time. Uh, that guy, by the way, uh, ended up shooting himself as a security guard. That story I know. Yep. Did that, he feel pain? <laughs> he shot himself as a security guard on purpose to get known as a hero. Oh, Tell the story. That is the story. Tell that's as far as the story I, I, I can That's remember. what you know? Okay. What do you know? Just that he made some shit up to try to get famous. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Some, of the, some of the fucking people we've met and run into in this business. He so. shot himself in the bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how close he did. But uh, worst of all time, you won't know this lane, but Scotty, you might remember this. Uh, a guy by the name of Viper. Oh, yeah. He was a powerhouse pro wrestling guy. And what made him Viper was he owned a green singlet. <laughs> That's it. Did he, do, did he make snake motions? I'll tell you what he made. He made about two shows, and then I never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of powerhouse, do you rem- I, I want to think you were on this show. Okay. We did a show out in near Madison, Cottage Grove, maybe... For powerhouse and they teamed up me nick fury and harley hellcat as the fury brothers in a six-man tag was it at a baseball diamond yes yeah and we were in a six-man and there was one guy we worked and i don't remember his name that didn't know how to do a leg drop so he went to oh, do the I leg drop this. but instead of lifting his right leg to drop it he lifted his left leg first then realized that the left leg was going to miss the person he was going to drop the leg on, put his leg down, then instead of just lifting the right one, walked to the other side of the person, who I believe it was Nick Fury, who was down on the ground, and then had the same problem the opposite way. Until I came in and just cut him off, because it looked like a fucking shit show. Yeah. Do you remember what that guy's name was? No, I don't. I want to say, like, Cream City something, but... I, I don't know. Sounds sexy. <laughs> he was But anyway, I digress because I don't remember his name, but he'd be on the list if I remembered his name. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. Hey guys, this is AC Riley reminding you to check out The Riley Factor only on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me as I talk wrestling, interview wrestlers in my Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, and much, much more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network today. And as always, support independent wrestling. Hey everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host Ragbag as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews, and of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy Gaming. Check us out.
Okay, so are we? Is there more to this category? I I think we wrapped right there. Okay. That was a lot of that category. So let's talk about. Let's end with the live wire start. No. You can't tell this I one. I can't. No, this is uh, for us. Oh, for us. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what do we have for time? Are we close? Wait, no, we've got like at least ten minutes left. Okay, then I'm gonna. Then we're gonna keep this going for a minute. Okay. We talked about WWF. Yep. Talk about indies. Yeah. I want to talk about the best and worst. WCW slash ECW gimmicks of all time because ECW made it, WCW made it, but neither one of them was a WWE, right? Right. Right. Fair enough. And WWE wasn't doing great things. The, well, they got to a point where they did some great things. And everybody wants to remember all the great things, but they did a lot of shit <laughs> in that same period of time. And I'm going to flip it up and I'm going to start with the worst gimmicks in WCW okay. ECW history. And I'd like to play a game where we just go around the, the table and we keep naming bad gimmicks until we run out. I like it. And I'm going to start with Glacier. Go. Glacier was a good one. Uh, what about Mr. JL? Lasertron. Zan Panzer. Battle Cat. The Yeti. Seven. Oh, God. Am I out already? No, I, I can't possibly be out. At this point, you seem like you might be out. Hold on, all right. Just give me a goddamn minute. Oh no, man! All right, we're getting there. Uh-huh. We're getting there. Here it comes. Are you gonna time me out here? Don't time me out. You said Mortis. Okay. Sorry, that was so fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> the Jung Dragons. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. late period. Uh, it counts. They work there. Right. Zodiac. Ray Mysterio's horns. <laughs> okay. That was psychosis. No, Ray Mysterio, when he took the mask off, he put the yeah, little horns Yeah, 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 the devil. Oh. They were, like, glued into his head. The Misfits in action. The, <sighs> the Kiss Demon. Sick boy. Okay. Van Hammer. Big Swole. Uh, Lenny and Lodi. Don't remember the name of the tag team, but it was a it was a Road Warriors ripoff, which consisted of Kevin ne- the Master Blasters. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I'm gonna just stay with that and say Oz. I don't know Oz what the sh- fuck that was supposed to be. Well, I could stay with that and say Vinny Vegas. I knew that you were. <coughs> Uh, the Taylor Made Man. Ooh, very, very good. We mentioned it earlier, but in this context, the Ding Dongs. Standards and Practices. You want to watch this fight? You want to watch this? You right. ready for this? Bunkhouse Bunk! What? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the Blacktop <laughs> Bully and Bunkhouse Buck was a genius. <laughs> What's the best Bunkhouse Bunk match you've ever seen? There's the last many, one. There's too many to count. Uh, the Final Solution. Oh. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Lock Ness. Oh, that's pretty bad. The Shark. John oh, Tenta. The Shark. The Zodiac. I thought the Zodiac I came out. Yeah, okay. You said the Zodiac. Oh, all right, fine. The Booty Man. Yeah, there you go. That was pretty good. bad. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, oh, I just had it in my head, too. Max Muscle. The Wonder Kid, Alex Wright. Evad Sullivan. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was just doing my Alex Wright dance. I saw it. Um, the Candy Man. Trucker Norman. Uh, Arachnaman. The Juicer. The Juicer. That was the Beetle Juicer. It was Art Oh, Bar, yes. Oh, son of a bitch was that terrible. <coughs> um, I, I know that they had a little bit of a successful run for a minute, and that's when they became a bad gimmick. The Mulkey Brothers. As jobbers, they were fine. As okay. legitimate wrestlers, not so much. The Jive Tones. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped you. Oh, go ahead. The Jive Tones. Oh, yes, yes. Come on. The American, American Males. males. <laughs> American Males. Freebird Fantasia. <laughs> really bad. Oh, I went back to me? Yeah. Because I did American Males, so I right, but I now we're out of order. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We gotta fix it. You gotta go back. I gotta go yeah. back to me. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Jesus Christ. PN News. That's a bad one. God damn it. Little Richard Marley. Who? Okay, now you're gonna have to help me with this. Who was the guy that played the dog? Al. Al Green. Al Green. Thank you. Also a master blaster. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm eating ice, so I'm just, I'm not stalling. Yeah. You're stalling. Yeah. I'm eating ice. Uh. <laughs> Big T. Okay. Okay. Uh. Oh. Oh. man. Oh boy. You ran out. I I know it's it's a tag team. It's Tom Zink and and uh, Tom Brandy. They were together. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Together in what way? Well, who knows well, what Tom Zank, know. yeah. Uh, we can live with just the tag team. Yeah, them. that's them. I'm going to say the Shockmaster. We had to get to the Shockmaster eventually. Yeah, yeah. Glad we got there. Oh. Three count. The Vianos, four and five. Well, see, the Vianos are a legit thing in Lucha Libre. They are bad. <laughs> they are very, very bad. They are very, very bad. Thankfully, you didn't say La Parker because I loved him. I think he's great. Um, ah, boy. Elix Skipper. Ooh. <laughs> oh, the fat chick Thrilla. Mike Awesome. Oh, very good. The Ice Train. That, that well, Ice Train may have laid some pipe down well, Kimberly Way. Then I'm going to say his one-time partner... Scott Flash Norton, who, even as an NWO member, couldn't be defeated. That's the truth. Am I allowed to pick Steve Mongo McMichael? You are. Then I will. Okay. <laughs> that was fair enough. Yeah. Uh, 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 VK Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, how about uh, 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 Mike Rotundo as the sailor? Uh, Captain Mike Captain Rotundo. Captain Mike Rotundo. He had a t-shirt and everything. Yeah. Oh, You know, it's really not. <laughs> There's still so much There's shit so out many, there. So yeah. many options still. Uh, ooh, but I can't think of one. Give me a second. Give me a second. 
Don't count me down, man. Come on, dude. Don't do that. Alright. Okay. Oh, you switched your finger order! Firebreaker Chin! Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. Oh, I like that terrible. one. I like that one. That's fucking terrible. The Maestro. Buzzkill. Oh, yeah. That was the final indignity that Brad Armstrong suffered yeah. in his life. Yep. 911. Oh, he went to ECW, didn't you? Oh, hey, what's up? Is that the Edgar Winter group? Yes. That was not Frankenstein. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was Edgar Winter or Night Court. Night Court, by the way, one of the best theme songs. One of the best. Hey, we have a... My man. All right. So, you know what, I don't want to, like, we could go on and on and on, and I think this is probably a good wrap point. We've left everybody with bad WCW gimmicks. We could save good ones for another show, because there's more bad than good, right. let's be honest. Um, but I, I think this is a great wrap. Next week, we're going to be joined by our good friend, Eddie Watson. He'll be joining us uh, again. He's been a guest of ours before. So, for Vic the Stick Ross, for Jack Spade... I'm Hot Shot Scott Williams and Jason Masters never made it. Jason Masters never made it. He's out two hours and seven minutes. But I got one last question. Sure. Do you know why Jerry Flynn was never a WCW heavyweight champion? Because he taekwondoed and not Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Good night, everybody. Peace.